Pro teams have millions to spend, and they don't always spend them wisely. But when it comes to a great shave, you don't have to shell out tons of cash. Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry, with overpriced, underperforming products, and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. And welcome to episode 73 of the Talking Hockey Podcast. Who's here? Is yeah, well, I mean, it's us three, us three for the summer, the boys of the summer. Welcome back, everyone, to the Talking Hockey Podcast. It's your favorite producer, Luke, here to remind you to follow and subscribe on whatever streaming service you use. Leave a review on Apple, visit our website, talkinghockeypodcast.com, and follow us on Instagram at Talking Hockey for daily content. Now, let's get into today's episode with your favorite group of guys, Luke, Eric, Ty, and Martin. Because. Boys of the summer, Luke. Luke isn't here. It's Ty, Martin, and Eric, mm-hmm. and Luke's living, uh, we're gonna uh, s- the van life. Still van lifing, like the whitest human being on earth, and uh, <laughs> he, he's out there finding himself, preaching to the choirs on top of mountains in Alberta, in British <laughs> <Literally>. Columbia. <laughs> <laughs> that that's actually a perfect description of a, of what he's doing right now. <laughs> you just, I wish he had really long hair and make it all way better yeah <laughs> it would be like it'd fit better a man bun yeah <laughs> if he had a man bun oh my god and the, the uh you've seen you guys seen all the instagram stories of him with like those random groups of uh like i don't know other van lifers people. And he's like, these people these people are the most free-spirited people i've ever Luke, get over yourself. Fuck, dude. And I know you're going to be listening to this, so technically it's not talking behind your back. <laughs> it's just talking to the recording you're going to listen to later. Anything recorded on a podcast can be considered talking behind someone's back. I think so. I think that's a good point. We're all very upfront. I feel like we should read some of his Instagram stories. Just, <laughs> just because... <laughs> he's at the top of a mountain he's got this beautiful nice view and then one of the things i've been thinking about is that i legitimately can't believe we live in a world (laughs) we live in a society where we only get two weeks of vacation at the start of our careers next story with another picture of a mountain what an actual fucking joke of a system (laughs) (laughs) The earth is such a beautiful place, 
and we earn thirty to seventy k a year to see two weeks of it, if that. <laughs> it actually infuriates me to my core. Another another story, another picture of a mount, another mountain. You work to live. Should be. Oh, that's me. That's me. <laughs> That's me. Yo, that's, oh, that's, is that your Instagram me. story that's, that you posted? My Instagram story, and Martin's oh listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> that's my Instagram um, story. Singing uh, Old Town Road on Saturday yeah, what, night. Yeah, I, I saw that earlier, and I was like, "What the fuck are you doing?" With that? Then I realized you only put it to your close friends. So I was like, "Okay, thank God." I thought you posted that for everyone to see, and I was like, "Jesus Christ." That would have been funny. I, I went no, on my phone the other, or went on my Snapchat. And I found it saved on there, and I was like, "What is this?" Yeah. And then no. yeah, Nick slapped my ass in it. You know, good times, lot going on there. <laughs> Lots going on there. Lots. Going Anyways, on. back to Luke's uh, Luke's um, little rant. Sega. You work to live should be the most unrelatable sentence in the world. Can we really not do better than this shitty ass system? With another video. Of a view, so he keeps switching between pictures and videos of views, and it's like the same view, like you know what I mean, like it's the same view over and over again, like just like pictures. And then he's like, and then he posts a story, agree or disagree. Anyways, so that was the that was the rant for this week. But like uh, for everyone listening, uh, Luke did a couple there's days ago another one. thing. Oh, yeah, there's yeah. no, there's an old one where he was talking about all the other van lifers. And saying how they're the most free-spirited people he's ever met. And he has, like, videos of them, like, with one guy, like, twirling around, like, fire sticks or some shit. Hanging <laughs> uh, out with a whole bunch of hippies, man. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yep. I feel, like Luke's, gonna, I feel like Luke's yeah. going to convert to... Yeah. Luke's going to come back a hippie. Okay, yo, okay. I don't know if he wants this shared. <laughs> He'll, yeah. he'll block it out if he doesn't. He'll block it out if he doesn't. But he he'll block out this whole five minutes. Yo, he <laughs> sent, he sent, <laughs> okay, wait. He sent us a message in, or sent me a message. He said, I had a gay or slash bi dude ask me if I was straight. And then I was like, yeah. And the gay guy was like, are you completely straight? And I was like, yeah. And I asked why. And he's like, I had a little spike on my gaydar because of your Crocs <laughs> in our JB conversation. <laughs> Hey, 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 hey. JB is a freaking legend, okay? Let's not uh, shit talk a healthy respect for JB, okay? Anyway, Luke, yeah. that's been five minutes of us making fun of you. That's Yeah. We love you. That's what, yeah. we, co- it's that's okay. what we committed to this, no. and uh, it was a commitment. <laughs> anyway, if, if, anybody, if anybody sees that, that van, silver van, driving around with Luke sleeping in the back, just knock on the window and say hi. Yeah, should, we, we should especially send when he's sleeping. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> we should send all of our followers out on a manhunt for yeah. <laughs> just keep constantly posting on talking hockey where uh, yeah, what location, area he's located, location, and then get yeah. them to find him. <laughs> uh, that'd be funny. He might get murdered though. Not he might get murdered. <laughs> yeah, we have some. We do have some nut jobs in our. Uh, there's some like, dude. There's some crazy people. Like, uh, sometimes I go and check our like requested, and that like, there's people that I've like restricted so that their messages don't co- keep popping up every time they like send one. So it's just like it just stays in the request, but they're not completely blocked, so they can still like engage on yeah, yeah. contents and stuff. So that's the reason I do it. And there's guys that have sent me like over a hundred messages, 
and you never open a single, single one. response. Yeah. And it's crazy. I like kept scrolling back. I'm like, March, February. Imagine January. what those guys do to girls. <laughs> Dude, I know that's what I'm saying. Like, if I'm getting this for hockey, <laughs> girls must be getting this shit for freaking everything. Luke. Or, uh, anyways, uh, we, yeah, well, yeah, what yeah. I was saying before was like girls probably get even like a hundred times worse. Like these they get fucking guys. Times worse, and man. and it's not even just like reasonable messages. Like there's some people that have responded to like 10 stories a month but i haven't been able to see it and it's like a reasonable message like it's you know like responding saying something these guys are like constantly insulting and hating and fucking just like constantly going and i'm just like how like <laughs> like stuck are you on this like holy shit but yeah anyways yeah. okay back to topic of today we are grading every team's off season so far so this is going to be a post we'll release it on pod day when it gets released uh, verify it because Luke's been very inconsistent since he's in a van and everything like that. So I don't know when this is going to be released. Some of these grades might change by then. You know, there's still people out there, free agents, moves to be made, trades to be made, et cetera, et cetera. But these are the grades that we have so far. So uh, what division do you guys want to start out with, Bruce? Let's start with the <clears throat> the specific division. The specific division? Okay. Yes. <laughs> so, uh, for, what's the first team on that list? You read them out to me, and I'll give the grade. The Pacific Division. Okay, let me just Pacific. Anaheim. We'll go in alphabetical order. Yeah, yeah. Okay, Anaheim. so Anaheim. So Anaheim just got a C minus, and that's because they didn't actually do anything. <laughs> like, go look at their moves yeah. that they made. Are they, are, they, are they still anything. in talks for Eichel or what? I don't. Uh, so reports are from like Cervalier and you know a bunch of others. Eichel, like all the interest in Eichel has kind of waned a little bit. I guess there's more concern about his neck or you know the the issue, his health and stuff like that. And I think a lot of teams are still skeptical on paying what the Buffalo Sabers really want anaheim gave them a c minus because they haven't done anything there's no like again i if they made the trade for eichel they'd get an a of course but um i also you know at the end of the day they didn't do anything they didn't make any signings nothing happened with them I mean, move on to, really yeah to start uh in placement for eichel I think mm-hmm. they any team should be very confident in doing that trade. Did you guys listen to the podcast, uh, like uh, the Thirty One Thoughts podcast, where they had the doctor on, like his doctor? Yeah, I saw some of the, the quotes surgery. from. I saw some of the quotes from him. Like obviously, that doctor is very biased because it's his surgery. He'll make a lot of money from doing the surgery, and he's obviously quite a proponent of the surgery. But like mm-hmm. he was laying out good points, like it's being done. Um, like basically, it's a battle between two types of doing two types of ways of doing the surgery and his type is uh inserting a uh not fake disc uh a synthetic disc in Mm -hmm. like replacing one of eichel's discs in his back um with a synthetic disc and the normal way of doing it is fusing the disc and fusing fusing is a safer uh a quote-unquote safer way um but just because it's being done more often um so we know more mm-hmm. about it but the synthetic disc is getting used more and more often and it seems like it should be a safe option um yeah. but but at any you can call it a safe option at, at any day and well it's a back or neck surgery sur- is huge. any big yeah any fucking big surgery is a huge risk what the, the thing that bothers you, me about this whole like narrative is that like teams make these signings all the time like with riskier contracts and riskier players at riskier ages, 
You know what I mean? Like yeah. teams throw out 50, it's, it's 60 million ridiculous. dollars to free agents all the time for it's that are ridiculous. way on are more way more risky trajectory than Eichel is. So it's just very odd that like with and the, the upside 23, with Eichel is obscene. Exactly. The 23-year-old <laughs> number one center, top 10 in the world easily. You know, and he's some reason like they can't make the move, but like this free agent guy that's 30 years old that they can give eight years to, like that's fine. It doesn't make any sense, the, like the risk. And the and the asking price thing is a little ridiculous too, considering we've seen some of the asking prices from certain teams. Like if those reports are to be believed, I forget like specifics, yeah. but like they're not high. They're not like yeah, they're not they're not high. ridiculous. They're not they're ridiculous. not ridiculous. And you're like not good prospect, you're not, solid player, yeah. a pick, and like a yeah. roster guy. Like that's it. And yeah. It, yeah. And you're not mortgaging your future because you're getting fucking Jack Eichel who's 24, 25 or whatever he is. Yeah. So I think that uh, back to the topic at hand because I think we talked about Eichel. It seems like every other week. But, but yeah. I just it wanted is, to get that out at the no, start of the sure. podcast. So it's. But, it's uh, Anaheim should get because I think Anaheim's yeah. one of the big fish trying to get them, and that mm-hmm. that would improve the, and it would make their team so much yeah, more. So a C, a, a lot of people are going to look at a C grading on this and think, "Wow, like that's awful." A C grading is just like you did average, right? Like that's yeah. average. It's fine. You didn't do anything bad. You didn't do anything good. Like that's what a C is. You know what I mean? Like if you got a D, you did something bad. If you did an F, you got an F. You were freaking terrible. Right, and I'd we'll go say, through some of the Fs, but like B and A, B is okay. You did solid. You made some solid, good moves, and then A is you were fantastic this offseason. You kind of played it I very ideally towards how I would have liked them to play it. Whether it's the draft, whether it's free agency, whether it's the guys that they signed to their you know their RFAs that they've signed, all of that different kind of stuff. That's how think, the grading system works. I think Anaheim is just a weird team because their window is not now. But yeah. they have a so, whole so bunch of guys So they were never going to do much anyways. Yeah. But the but, thing but, is, but, like, I gave them a C because they're not optimizing their roster because right. they have assets they can trade for futures. Well, that I'm they should trade, but why are exactly. they? They're just holding on to Raquel and Lindholm and Fowler exactly. for, for what, really? Or Manson, Manson and yeah. all those guys, right? So that that's my only issue with them. It's That's why they got a C-. minus. It's as simple as, you know, trade some of these guys, get some futures, rebuild the team, Unless you're going to go all in on Jack Eichel and you're going to need some of those roster guys or something like that, in which case the grade will change, right? Like, the, I can only base everything off the information I have so far. So that's why they got a C minus. Uh, who's the next team? Arizona. Arizona, I got, gave them an A. Plus. The Pacific? Are they oh, not? yeah, yeah. It's oh, not the non Pacific Sorry. anymore. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, yeah, good catch, Martin. <laughs> They're in the Central now. The okay, wait, wait, wait. Let me see. I Friggin' Wikipedia is Where are they? No, are they're they? not in the. No, they moved into the I don't central. Think so. No, they moved into the central. Go to cap friendly. Come on. Okay. okay Come on, guys. What right. is this amateur hour over here? I'll look it up. <laughs> the team Pacific Calgary is next. Okay, Calgary. Okay. Wow. Okay. So I also give Calgary a C minus. Um, again, they did average. They haven't done much outside of Blake Coleman. I like the Blake Coleman addition. Uh. But other than that, they didn't really do anything with their team. They haven't re-signed uh, Johnny Hockey yet. They haven't uh, made it. They I they've clearly made a decision that they still want to be try to be competitive. But they lost Giordano, right? So good, like Coleman, bad lost Giordano. So you know, C minus I think is actually kind of generous for the offseason that they've had. They lost their. Well, they also have a Zadorov contract. Coming That's up. true too. And that's true too. That yeah. they still and have to I didn't negotiate. like the Zad- 
I didn't like the Zadorov mm-hmm. trade much, but you know that's not like you know it's not big enough where I'm going to dock them significantly for it. But C minus lost their captain. <laughs> yeah, but I think there is a lack of goalies on the market at this point now. I think from what I've looked at, like what are you know I can't even think of many free agent goalies that are kind of left. So which is concerning when you have a trade. When you have a Markstrom who's 31 and just had a pretty injury-riddled year. Um, yeah, they'll they'll end up making a trade or picking some up on waivers. I'm never worried about a backup goalie position, really. Um, mm-hmm. it, it, Unless you know, he you, turns into having to be... <laughs> yeah. Playing, yeah. like, 20 games. <clears throat> yeah. yeah, obviously it's important, but I think that's always something that can be addressed. Look at, like, Nadelkovic, for example. Star goalie this year, he was on waivers in October. Right. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like uh, the goalies, good goalies, they get put on waivers all the time. There's always an opportunity to snag them, so I don't, I don't dock anyone for that te- usually yet. Anyways, uh, so C minus lost their captain, lost their best defenseman, but at the same time signed Blake Coleman, four point nine million dollars for Blake Coleman. Great deal over the first three to four years of that contract. You know, back half isn't going to be great, but other than that, didn't really do anything. So that's Calgary. Do you guys agree? Uh, disagree? Is, yeah. I, I think they that. should be a D plus. Nah, same thing. Same I, thing. I mean, you know, C minus D plus. It, it, it was, it was close because I really like Giordano, but at the same time, like he's probably got a year he's or two 30, weeks left. So what, it's thirty eight like, years old now. Yeah, he's thirty eight. Um, but at the same time, right? Like they're clearly trying to be competitive. So how do you lose your captain, best defenseman, if you're trying to be competitive right now? Right. So it's because, a little, it's a little yeah, weird. Because the C- asking Seattle was asking, yeah. They were asking for yeah. like a first and a third or something like that. Which to not, not worth it. Which, I mean, it's I not probably would have. I probably would have. But you also have, like, what do you think of Noah Hannafin? Isn't he? Uh, uh you see, Noah so. Hannafin's hard because he's clearly has the talent to be better than he is, but he just isn't. What about Rasmus Anderson too? I like mm-hmm. Rasmus Anderson, but he's he hasn't shown anything offensively. He even got yeah, a bunch of power play time this year and didn't really do anything with it. They're not. You know they're I mean? not like, first first guys yeah they're they're not first guys and giordano you know despite his age has been as close as to a number one d as you could expect him to be at this point in his career so yeah anyways uh, next team edmonton Edmonton got a d plus and now we'll be back after a word from our sponsors pro teams have millions to spend and they don't always spend them wisely but when it comes to a great shave you don't have to shell out tons of cash Harry's saw customers getting ripped off by the shaving industry with overpriced, underperforming products and decided to do something better. They found their own way to make beautifully designed razors for a fraction of the price of the other big brands, so you never wonder if you overpaid. Harry's shaving products look great, and the weighted handle makes shaving feel great too. I like to keep my beard neat, and Harry's always leaves me with a smooth yet crisp shave. Harry's quality is top-notch, thanks to German-engineered blades made in their own factory that stay sharp longer. You can get a five-blade razor, weighted handle, foaming shave gel, and a travel cover for just three bucks at harrys.com slash bluewire. And Harry's has the highest customer satisfaction in the shaving industry, plus a convenient subscription option that you can cancel at any time. Getting the best doesn't mean spending the most when you shave with Harry's. Get started with a $13 trial set for just $3 at harrys.com slash bluewire. That's harrys.com slash bluewire for a $3 trial set. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? 
That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. And now we'll get back into the show. Okay, so what were their uh, pluses? They had a whole bunch of negatives, but what were their pluses? They had a whole bunch of negatives, but uh, the you know I gave them some credit for Zach Hyman in the sense that he's going to be great for a few years with them, um, yep. and they're going to love him. The fans are going to love them. That makes him a little bit more competitive, at least in the short term, for sure. He's going to play on that first line. He's going to kill it. I don't have any doubt he's going to do well in the first year or two or three years. It's after that, that's the issue. So it's the contract wise in the long term that I had the issue with, but then somehow putting together the worst defense in the league with, um, you know, Keith with um, Chris Russell with um, who else Tyson did they Barry, sign? Cody Tyson CC. Berry, Cody CC. Like, you know, even if Cody CC replicates something close to what they, what he did in Pittsburgh versus what he did for the first seven years of his career, or whatever, it's still not going to be... It's still going to be one of the worst defenses in the NHL. Right now, they predict to be the 30th. So the... Or the 30... I think 31st, the, I think the, it was. Thing, 31st, I think. So the only team worse predicted right now is, is I think, is Vancouver. Vancouver. Yeah. So um, they could rise a couple spots above that if CC continues to do well like he did in Pittsburgh. But other than that, there's no upside there. And I'd they're say still D, I gave them a D+. Koskinen. Plus. And Smith. And, Mike yeah, Smith. And, yeah, and then the Mike Smith deal, too. That was not good. I didn't like that. I thought, it was, I thought you years, would have given them like two years why, for a 40-year-old. Yeah. I know. I only gave them... Uh, you know what? Honestly, it might D- even minus. change it. I Honestly, I, you just said that, and I'm thinking about it even more now, and I'm thinking, man, maybe even a D-. minus. I, I, I wasn't... I couldn't give them a straight F, though, because I did like Zach Hyman in the short term. Like, that massively improves it. And the Nuge, the Nuge contract's not bad. Yeah, and I also did like Derek. Uh, yeah, they had a good Nuge contract. I like Derek Ryan. I like Warren Fogle. Uh, so although to get Warren, Bear, what yeah. to get? Yeah, what to get Warren Fogle wasn't great, but yeah, the yeah. contract's good. Yeah, uh, I like Warren Fogle as like a depth player. guy. They've improved their yeah. forward group, but they made their defense group a whole lot worse and lost. And they have no goalies still. The <laughs> and they, <laughs> well, they have goalies. It's just a question of what's going to happen with those goalies. So they rely on a forty-year-old Mike Smith to replicate what he did. So actually, now I remember why I gave a D plus. Improved forwards completely trashed their defense, and then <laughs> you know kept a substandard goalie tandem. Well, who cares about defense anyway, right? If you so can per, abolish per usual. Per usual, they're going to be trying to outscore the others. Yeah. Like, and, it was crazy. Yeah. I saw someone post a chart, and, like, all of these players on their D are, like, really, really high event guys. Yes, yeah. they can generate stuff, but they give up just as much. The only person who isn't is Chris Russell. That's yeah. it. He's <laughs> the only guy on their team that can somewhat defend, and that's it, <laughs> I think. 
right now. So it's going to be very trouble unless like Bouchard or something like really transforms themselves and comes out swinging. They're kind of screwed. But yeah, so that's the Oilers. That's why I gave them that grade. Improved defense, way worse offense. LA, I gave them a B. Uh, LA was hard. They had a great draft. So that was part of why they graded so highly in the first place. Loved their draft. Um, but then... Uh, Deneau's I, good. Deneau is a good contract. I just think it's too soon, right? Like, good player, great player, okay contract. But, like, timing is really weird because LA's prospects, very, very few of them are ready to kind of step up and make an impact. Unless I'm right. very wrong and maybe their <laughs> players are going to have a bigger, like, closer to the Leafs when Matthews, Marner, Nylander all had an impact kind of right away versus... Well, but um, Byfield, like, they're expecting Byfield to... Yeah. So, but I don't know if Byfield... Some sort of impact. Yeah, I, don't, I just don't know if Byfield's ready to be... Marner Matthews level in his first year, right? I don't. This think is kind he is. of the time for uh, Velarde to do something. Like if Velarde's Velarde, doing anything, yeah. hot, yeah. it has to be this year or he's yeah. Dead. I just and he's so the thing is, like they added like Arvidsson, which I also like love Arvidsson as a player. Again, just questionable mm-hmm. on like the timing and like how he fits because by the time they're really competitive, I'm guessing it's going to be in two to three years still. Right. Like a lot of their prospects are still like kind of brand new. Like a lot of them aren't ready to go yet. So that's why I gave them a B. They had, again, they had a great draft. They, um, they had a, they had I, good free agency contract. Like, you know, they I got a they good have a acquisition lot of input. in <clears throat> They have a lot of yep. input from Monte Kopitar and Drew Doughty. So like those guys would definitely be in on team decision making. Yeah. I would say. And I'd, I'd say um, they probably likely. influenced moving yes. a little quicker which yes is probably because Dowdy only has three uh Kopitar only has three years left so he definitely wants to try again I would say yeah. um I, I in that time I just don't see how it's possible that's my only thing but again like LA did I don't fine. know to know Kopitar down the middle yeah to know Kopitar yeah. down the middle and in the Pacific division looking, is good yeah, yeah exactly. you're looking at that division they have a chance to make it as like the third team even mm-hmm. in that division um, yeah, who knows what happens in the playoffs? Once the no, match, you're once you're right. Out. Yeah, so again, that's why I gave them a B. I was just like, yeah, for I, sure. B's I'm fair. just on the fence. I think the B is fair. I don't think anyone. I there's going to be some grades where people have a lot of problems with it. I don't think it's going to be LA. I think people are going to have a lot of problems with Edmonton's grade specifically. Um, but anyways, here's the so thing: Drew Doughty is also only 31. Like but I he's not get good. that he's, I get that he's going down. But if he no, could but just I think replicate they, some offensive yeah. talent that he's shown before, I agree. That's all they need him for, realistically. He's way overpriced, but that's all they need him for, realistically. I they think Drew Doughty can be way better offensive. than what he has been. I think he needs yes. a competitive environment. I think he thrives off that a little bit. And since they aren't competitive, it's just yeah, he's sub, been bored. it's almost like a, it's not he's like he's not putting bored. in effort. It's like a subconscious, yeah. just like. You know, yeah. if your team sucks, it's harder to perform at your best. So that's part of and it. And I think that's why they did it. That's yeah. why they did these. Yeah. No, I, I, uh, I agree. Before the move moves. And who knows? Maybe Byfield completely steps up or Velarde completely steps up yeah. to where I would love to, to see be. that. I fucking love both those and, guys. Yeah. And then you're running. If Byfield steps up, can be a third liner, even a mm-hmm. second liner. You're running a fucking Kopitar uh, Byfield. To know 
or you're running a Kopitar to no Byfield. You know, is, you're not even talking about some of their other like guys, like Alex Turcott. Or, no, got, I'm just ro- talking um, about their center. That's their yeah, center depth. Yeah, right? I know. That's not like next year. Center. That probably is, but like they still got they got a bunch of C's still. They got Turcott. They got Kaliev, who could also be a center. They got Leas Anderson, who you know I don't Kaliev have much belief in him. Tyler Madden, I still like. Rasmus Gupari, like Samuel F- Figamo, Akil Thomas, like they have so many guys <laughs> that can yes. play wing or center and come into the NHL. And they and have, have very, they have very interesting. They have a, they've moved into a very fast team. Uh, and Dude, like that's why interesting it's- scoring <laughs> potential. Like Kempe, yeah. didn't Kempe have a great year last year or the year before or something? Kempe can uh, yeah, put yeah, in yeah. twenty goals for you. I wanted yeah. to make a comment about Arthur Kaliev. Kaliev mm-hmm. is is like. I don't know if any of you guys have watched him, but he is like a s- slow as molasses out there. So if you're he's, talking, he's yeah, the he ultimate eye test versus yeah. analytics player. <laughs> analytics love Kaliev, everything he does, but everyone who watches him is like he's so slow. He's slow, he but he skate. can rip it, which is yeah. yeah. He, he so he's gonna be he's gonna be fascinating to watch in the NHL because he can absolutely is like dominate. That. Isn't Kopitar pretty slow? No, but like honestly, like this is visibly like this guy is the <laughs> slowest on the ice. <laughs> yeah, he, he is. wasn't Thornton but, always the slowest? Yeah, different, but, yeah, but different but, game, but like, but ga- different yeah. types of games too, right? Yes. Anyway, yeah. we got to speed. We, we're taking too much time here. We got yeah, twenty six other teams to go. Sorry, I'm I'm thinking about because LA has always been my second favorite, so I'm thinking. About yeah, we have to spend a little bit more time LA. on <laughs> okay. San Jose Sharks. Quick, full time to LA. No. Okay, so Sharks. San Jose Sharks. I gave them an A minus. They had a great draft. They did. They didn't really do much in free agency. They and got I rid thought, of Martin Jones. They got rid of Martin Jones, which is a huge plus. To be honest, though, like it, just because they got an A minus doesn't mean they. Like, you know, I, I could even say a B, you know, it'd be entirely fair. I thought they the had goal the is completely drafts. different and it's better. Yeah. Like way yeah, better. It's way better. But <laughs> I also think the, the large reason they got an A minus is because I think they had one of the best drafts out of any team in comparison to what the picks they had versus the value they got. So that's why I gave them an A minus phenomenal draft complete. Their weakness is always they lose in the, that they if they lose a Vander Kane, it's dead. Yeah. yeah. Does, I and, think that uh, does, they're not doing well this year, no matter what. Yeah, yes. they're not doing well, but I think everything that they needed to do, they did well. And that's what I look for. It's what was the potential for your offseason and what did you do? Like a realistic potential for your offseason versus what do you do? And from what from what I saw with the Sharks, I think they did everything that they should have done. Like anything that I would have thought they should have done anyways. So that's that's it, basically. Pretty simple. So what's yep. the next team? Seattle. Seattle, uh, you guys, F. I gave them a straight F. I was done. I'm so done with that team. Every Everything. I don't like anything. I almost don't like anything that they did. They made a couple good pick pickups, but generally but speaking, like they completely the failed. But there was like the no-brainer. Yeah, exactly. Pick. So, And we have already have an episode on this, so anyone listening, if you need to hear that, go listen to the episode. I'll probably post it on our story again uh, tomorrow or something like that. But yeah, F. Just that I don't think anyone's arguing that here, right? Yeah, no. Nope. Uh, the only thing that Eric likes about them is the their their analytics girl Namid Namida. That's the yeah, only I like thing Namida, Eric but likes. apparently <laughs> Namida doesn't have any influence over there, or their, she has. Their, jersey, <laughs> their jerseys are good. Their yeah, they do have good. nice jerseys. I do like their logo. So you know, those they're, are the two bonuses. They're also in Seattle, which I feel like 
is a city I would really like. They're going to succeed in Seattle, even if yeah. And and the thing is, like, people are going to see the F and think I think like they're going to suck. They're in a bad division. They still got some quality guys. They're still going to come second, third, or fourth in that division. So yeah, you know, they could they still screwed up the draft and still are going to be better than a lot of the teams that they're competing against. So which is unfortunate because they, they should get punished for sucking. So yeah, hard. they should, but they're not. <laughs> unfortunately, okay. So next team, uh, Vancouver. Vancouver. They also got an F. Uh, <laughs> the Ekman Larson trade. I get it. They got rid of twelve million dollars in cap space. Got rid of a bunch of those bad contracts, but they brought on seven <laughs> years more of Ekman Larson. Yeah. And then they went and sired fucking t- Tucker Pullman to a gigantic deal. The, the Canucks are going to spend the sixth most, most, sixth most, I can't speak, sixth most amount of money on their defense this season if Hughes gets a reasonable contract, six to eight million dollars. And they're going to be have the worst defense in the NHL. That is incredible. Can do you, do you realize how incredible it is? Sixth most and, money, and it's not this, not just this year. It's next year too. Yeah. Like they're still exactly. at nineteen Everything's million next be logged year, in. and yep. Hughes <laughs> isn't signed yet. So they're going to be at well over twenty million yep. next year on that yep. fucking. Yeah. So line. the average team's uh, spending on defense is around twenty-two million. The Canucks are going to go in at around like twenty-six to twenty. And they have the worst defense. Yeah. As we mentioned and with they Edmonton, the they have the so worst it's defense. Absolute disaster of an offseason. Just they didn't improve their forward group either, too. So they somehow made their defense more expensive. They uh made their defense more expensive long term. They haven't signed their two best players and they're running and they're out of cap room. They're yeah, they're worried yeah. about uh if they I'm surprised. This is this goes to show how shit the league is at offer sheets. They haven't been offer sheeted yet on Elias Patterson, and that's a fucking joke. Yep. In my Complete opinion. joke. Um <clears throat> and the fact that they needed to make the Ekman Larson deal to even sign him because they had no cap space is absolutely atrocious. I it's a miracle that Benning isn't fired, but again, we shit on the Canucks all the time. I don't time, think it's so a miracle. I think it's just I think it's just incompetence. Oh, just um, just yeah. remember that like Benning when he was hired in twenty fourteen said this team's only you know, a year or two away from competing again. And yeah, yeah. it's ridiculous. Yeah. And, and they've gone gonna backwards be very bad. basically since he's got there. Yeah, honestly. I would be I mean, using yeah. that in his exit interview. I'd be like, you said fucking two years. It's been <laughs> yeah, but then, then, seven and, then ever since and you've then, done nothing. Every single year. You've done since absolutely like, we nothing. Can't, you can't win. It takes time to build a team. It takes time to build a team. When literally his, <laughs> his, his when he was hired, it was literally – yeah, two we're gonna years, be competitive. There's yeah. two years. Any, that's some, any fan that's could a, have done a better yeah. job than he did. Like that's how bad. That's how bad it is. Like and like almost any fan that's like reasonable would have been able to turn this team better than what he did. Because the best parts of what Jim Benning has done has been drafting Ilias Pedersen and Quinn Hughes, and he wasn't even really completely responsible for those decisions. It was a uh, Judd Brackett. Um, Judd Brackett, right? Who's who now in Minnesota? Of, they? Who they yeah. who they lost because of an <laughs> argument between Benning and him in the first place? So uh, utter incompetence, ridiculous. Utter incompetence. Let's move on. on to Vegas. 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 Vegas Golden Knights. Uh, I gave him a B minus. Uh, I I didn't I think I have no. I think people are going to be annoyed no matter what grade I gave them because they gave away Flurry, who was a Vesna who won the Vesna, almost, yeah. or, Did he well, win? I did. Did he? Did I know. Win, I think Vasilevsky won. Yeah, Vasilevsky won. No, 
Flurry one? No, I think Fact that's the one. Fact Mark Andre Flurry, Flurry won the 2021 Vesna yeah. Trophy. Okay, I was okay, going to say, because so yeah. fucking Kucherov's comments were, you should oh, win yeah, it every yeah, year. Yeah, yeah. You should win yeah, it every yeah. year or whatever. And he, to be honest, he probably should have won it. But anyways. Um, yeah. <laughs> so Flurry was deserving of being Nick. in the top don't three. Don't tell Nick. Yeah, yeah, yeah don't yeah. tell Nick. But Flurry was deserving of being in the top three. So respect to that. Anyways, they gave away the Vesna winner. I get to get $7 million of cap space. And then who is the, uh, the guy? I honestly that don't hate. I hate Gary Fleury. Like, it's not... It's, they yeah, got I don't think it's a big deal, especially because they have Robin Leonard. I like the Dadnov edition, but I'm still yeah. like... Honestly, they probably could have gotten a C. Uh, but there's not much other than that that they really did, right? Like, they kept largely the team together. They signed well, they out got Martinez. Nolan Patrick. They, Nolan Patrick's uh, very Nolan interesting Patrick. addition. Like... It, yeah, and, and that was the interesting. upside. Interesting, yeah. Like, I think he's a, I think he's a wash, not. at least, with Cody Glass this year, right? Because it's like basically yeah. a one-for-one... Replacing Cody yeah. Glass with Nolan Patrick, who? Yeah, I think that's they pretty... haven't signed Nolan Patrick yet. Just, but yeah, yeah. So I, honestly, they could they could have gotten a C. Um, again, it's very hard to just rank rank everyone just like that. But P minus to C, I think, is a fair grade for what they did. So yeah, okay. they're, they're, their well, team is their team, and they their team have is a team. Their, they their needed core. to keep the. They needed yeah. to keep the team together. That's what they did. So yep. you get a B or you get a C, you know? It's like yep. you did what you needed to do. You didn't do anything exceptional. You didn't do anything great. But you They'll did okay. They'll still be the best team the in the Pacific together. next year, yeah, because their core exactly. is. But their core is getting older, and they got to find ways to. But there's nothing they can really do yeah. to avoid that, right? Like that's They, just, they you know, went you're, for you're an older going, core. That's what they did. Yeah. You keep going. Yeah. You have your core. You know you're going to be competitive. You keep going at it until that team can't put it together anymore. Then I'll start judging you for not rebuilding and all that stuff. Yeah. yeah. So Arizona. on the central. Yep. Arizona, Arizona. I gave them an A plus. I get it. They're going through another rebuild. Nobody wants to see that, but they did what they needed to do. They got a shit ton of picks. They just for taking traded on away one everyone. year of salary. Yeah. Yep. They took on a bunch of salary. Sure. But that salary that is just dead five money. second round picks. Like that's incredible. Yeah, especially because they didn't have, they lost those picks from last year and this year. Yeah, right? yeah. yeah. So they've That's completely a, yeah. rebuilt their. They needed to picks. do stuff like that. They needed to, like, had to, absolutely had mm-hmm. to, because they fucking fucking got <laughs> shafted by Chica. And it's literally um, all just like bad contracts for one year, like Jay Beagle one exactly. year, Antoine Russell one year, Erickson yep. one year left, right? Like they and they still have like stuff to do. Yeah. It's not like they're hampered long term because of this. Exactly. So they did it exactly the way they should. The thing is, too, like they have a lot of guys, good ammunition to trade at trade deadline. Like Mm -hmm. they can retain Phil Kessel for a year for the rest of the contract. Yeah. (laughs) Which is this year. And he's a sick addition for $3 million at the deadline. Um, or double retain, trade him to someone, and they retain some. Like you can they, do some yeah, shenanigans a, to make Phil sick, Kessel a sick addition. They they have a lot of sick ammunition at trade deadline. Like they'll mm-hmm. have trouble putting a team on the ice. <laughs> like, there's no reason to watch them. Basically, if you're an Arizona fan, because yeah. look at their goalie too. They signed Carter. They have Carter Hutton in net, basically, right? Yeah. One of the worst goalies. He's also like blind. Apparently, like he has a really bad oh, vision. God. I don't that's know. Good oh, yeah. that's, yeah. that's, that's good, good for a goalie. That's good for a goalie. <laughs> a little tiny black puck coming at you <laughs> at like 90 miles per hour on average. Oh, yeah, that's really yeah. good. <laughs> that's gonna be that's gonna be a great team. So they they're gonna get Shane Wright. They hope, anyways. Um, 
and that's going to be good for them. But a even plus, the top three that, like, not this year, I guess, Shane Wright's obviously the first, but uh, I guess next year they'll suck too. Yeah, so the year they're, after they're that, they're still going to suck. They're not competitive soon, yeah. But yeah. I, I'm get, if they get first overall once, they don't get it again, right? So. Are, are they ba- banking on getting Matthews? <laughs> no, he's not. Yeah, why would he want to go there after seeing this, you know? Well, by, by, but, by the but, time but, by the time his contract's the, up, they're gonna have Shane Ray or Connor Bedard. <laughs> Connor Bedard over there, uh, the Russian kid, Mickey. I don't. I don't think. I honestly think they've been too incompetent for any reasonable star player to go there. <laughs> but that's just my like. If Matthews went there, like Toronto has a but, bad problem. But this guy, players this guy team. is brand new, right? This GM. He's yeah. a brand new Armstrong. GM, and he's done a league. fine job so far. Oh no, he got an A plus. He got an A plus, so you know he did. Because they got there, they did. They, they they sold and they used their cap space. They weaponized their cap space to get a whole bunch of assets just to play guys for one year that teams didn't want. Yeah, you want to yeah. get rid they of this guy? It sure, exactly. but it's going to cost you a second round pick. I oh, every off season we say teams that are rebuilding should do this, and they never do it the way Arizona. Because yeah, because you get you get NHL players who can play. I mean, they're not good NHL players, but they're yeah, guys but they who play. can play in the NHL. And <laughs> you're you know you can make your prospects. You don't need to call them up early, right? Yep. You can leave them in the AHL or OHL or whatever to develop an extra year. Yep. Than, Arizona you know, has a blank a slate yeah. of a team in a couple years, so I, yeah. I like yep. what they did. Um, All right, overall. Chicago. Chicago. Uh, I didn't give them an F. I gave them a D plus. The only thing that saved them from an F was, frankly, great. Uh, or, uh, actually, you know what? They probably could get an F. But honestly, they got Mark Andre Fleury, which you they're know, competitive. Say what you want they're about them. They're going to be competitive. In their Exactly. They're going to be competitive. I don't think they'll make end up making the playoffs, but you know, they did get better on paper. Um, but at the end of the day, like they took on awful trade for Seth Jones, awful contract for Seth Jones, uh, lost P- uh, Pia Suter for nothing, for no reason. I can't, I can't really figure out a reason for why they lost him. him. So those are like two three huge negatives right there and then flurry was a plus so they got a d plus overall do you guys see anything else that they did that i missed that was important i think that's that's kind of the core of it right like yeah they signed jake mccabe which was decent. oh i yeah, liked i liked yeah, the yeah. jake mccabe deal too so that's why they didn't get an uh, f they got a d tyler plus johnson, instead of a tyler d johnson tyler johnson's okay yeah yeah actually so thank you so <clears throat> F would have been all those, and then they moved to a D minus because of uh, Jake McCabe. They moved to a D because of Tyler Johnson. They moved to a D plus because of uh, Mark Andre Fleury, and that was. And that they was signed good. your boy Jujar Jujar Kara. Oh, I do. I did like that Kara. as well. So yeah, <laughs> that's why they. Uh, <laughs> that's also why they didn't. <laughs> now, now they're up to an A. I don't know. Now, now, honestly, honestly, I might give them a B. I didn't even know about that. So. Uh, uh, maybe a B plus, you know, <laughs> my boy. They, they do have like, uh, not a superstar anymore, but uh top six, top three guy coming back and Jonathan. Taves, yeah. They have Taves coming like back. To, it, I don't, I didn't count him as a grade for the off season. No, it's like obviously not. not something they did, but, but uh, that's going to be huge. But he's just too, coming right? back. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, you got Colorado next. Um, Colorado, they just got a B minus. Honestly, they could have gotten to C, but they didn't really. Again, they they made a good trade for a goalie, but then they but lost. I think their they overpaid for a goalie. They yeah, they they overpaid for a goalie. Didn't really lose too much, like a first round pick and um, 
uh, Connor Timmons. really was kind of. Like, they at least they at least signed their they at least signed their fucking captain to not a yeah. horrible contract. Yeah, not an absolute albatross of a deal. Yeah, it won't I look like that too. So it won't look great. Their team is as good as it was four or five years. Their team is as good as it was last year, basically. I mean, say what you yep. want, Kemper versus Grubauer, who who's better? I think it's mm-hmm. a wash either I way. Think, they're both yeah, good. they're both injury riddled. Yeah, good they, goalies. They yeah. got Kill McCarr as one of the cheapest RFA uh, defensemen oh, yeah. somehow. Yeah, when he's Kale the McCarr. best. <laughs> well, he he only got I think six years, right? Instead of yes, this uh, is so he's true. gonna end a little true. bit earlier, and that's why he probably got that. And but anyways, they got him locked in for the duration, which they're gonna be competitive anyway. Yes, their competitive right? so, time. Exactly. I, I think B minus is a very fair grade. They didn't do anything excellent. They played the off season the way they should. They didn't you know steal John. They didn't steal Devin Taves or anything like that, and get an A or you know from me like last year. So no. It's hard to do that again. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> it's not difficult. It's very difficult to do that every off season. Yeah. All right. Next team, uh, Dallas. Uh, Dallas got a C. Um, didn't do anything really, right? Like other than uh, Edler, other than Edler, and that's Suter? basically it, right? Oh, Edler and Suter, yeah. So they got a C. Like those are kind of average deals, I think. Yeah. Edler was for one year. Hakanapa. Yes, yeah, I don't even, I don't even know who that is. So Hawk and Pa. Yeah. Hawk and pa. Uh, I know nothing about him, so I gave him a C. He just hits up, a lot. I think he led the league in hits last year. Oh, okay. okay. I know so that. So they got somebody who can hit. <laughs> I think their defense improved. Offense didn't do much. I don't think they're gonna be competitive. I wouldn't have signed Ryan Suter to that deal. No. That's May, a bad I might deal. have signed Edler, but other than that, I think C is a they fair grade. They didn't C- sign minus, Edler. Maybe. Yeah. LA but, signed yeah, Edler. Oh my god! Okay, so I'm so off base then. What am I doing? Okay. Anyways, I still think a C is fair if the only thing that they did was suitor. But also, I think they're downgrading in net because they're trying. Well, Bishop's going to be out for a little bit. But until until that happens, I can't grade them. They're getting rid of and they want to get rid of Kudobin and then run Braden Holtby and Jake. Yeah, I didn't like I didn't like that, but um, as well. But I'm still not sure as to what's going to happen. Cheap goaltending, for one, and. Jake Ottinger's always being who they tried to be their starter. I just think it's like weird that they're trying to force it on him right now when he's like. I mean, he's twenty-two. Played. This is this is it, man. And but, it's he, but they're forcing it. But they're forcing it on him before he's actually proven himself. You know what I mean? Like they still have guarantees no, have and Kudobin and Bishop. But Holtby's been shit for like three years now. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. He got just got he just got buy, bought out. <laughs> And yeah, that's, that's why fair. he's signing this deal. That's, that's <laughs> uh, yeah, I think that uh, it's a team that their window. I mean, they, oh, they, they signed Luke Glendenny. That was yeah. one there. Oh, I did not like that Big at one. all. Honestly, I can give them a C minus. The more we talk about it. <laughs> okay, so yeah. Minnesota. It's funny. It's funny because the hockey pundits love fucking Dallas's moves. They say they have yeah. one of the best defenses and stuff. Well, I mean, they like kind that. of. They kind of. Their they, I don't think they have one of the best defenses, but they have a solid. You know, Klingberg's awesome. Heiskanen's Suter's awesome. Suter's still good this Suter's year. Suter's still it's a top a bad four guy. Contract, bad, still, yeah. but he's still good. Yeah. Hundred percent. So, yeah, they, people don't they, really they, get that that we can chirp a contract, but still think the players. Oh my god, people never. The there's people no nuance. It's either bad that. or good. It's <laughs> yeah. bad or good. It can't be like it can't be like good player, bad contract, or bad contract. Yeah, that people are like you know bad player, that. but a good contract. Like you know, if they gave Luke Lindening league men, I don't care. 
You know, if they give that, them two million dollars, I care. Right. And so for the next team we're about to talk about, Minnesota, that's what the, all their fans were jumping on yeah. me today about. <laughs> yeah. So we'll talk about that. So I gave them a D. Minnesota. Honestly, could have given them an F. Um, bought out Suter and Parise, and I don't know what the hell that was. I still don't understand the logic. And I don't think they... if you're not signing Karel Kaprasov. Like, if he yes. doesn't get signed, Even, that exactly. whole thing was awful. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and, so <it's> just... <laughs> and you don't trade for Eichel or anything. Like, yeah. it's all bad. It's all bad. I am 100% <laughs> in agreement. Like, I just don't... This The offseason grade could change. All of a sudden, they leave this offseason. Kaprasov signed Eichel, tra- Eichel trade. And then all Eichel of a sudden, they're the on team. A. Fiala yeah. still... Fiala also, who's not signed, two of their best players, yeah. two or three their best players last year, are not signed. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I think Fiala is going to get a similar contract to the Vrana one, so like five to five six, million, six million, five point five million dollars for a couple of two or three years, or three years is probably my guess. Uh, or they go long term. It's like I, I love. I'm I a big know. Kevin Fiala guy. Yeah, I love Kevin Fiala. But at the end of the day, like right now, it's just. I can't give them better than a D. And the only reason I even gave them a D in the first place was because there's still potential there. Well, like their they also, off season isn't finished. And that's they the only did the, reason I gave them. the Ericsson Eck contract, which is a very I, good contract. Yeah, I like the Ericsson Eck contract for sure. I still very think they're going to get Fiala on a good deal. So that's yeah. kind of almost baked in. But just like it's so hard to move past the Suter and Parise buyouts. Like it's just, it's just like a freaking gigantic weight on that offseason because. Fourteen million dollars in cap space taken up, and they need for multiple years. It's yeah. going to be a disaster. It's, they still it's need like to do stuff. they're saddling some GM with like a shit show of not having like fourteen million dollars of cap space to work with, while they try to be competitive. It's just it, it's so wrong. That's ridiculous. Yeah, looking at that so, buyout dead cap, that's fucked. Fifteen yeah, million see, of your dead yeah. cap. <laughs> yeah, exactly. But apparently, the there's reports it that it might rise in- again. But anyways. No, and the reason you did it isn't coming to fruition. Yeah, <laughs> like, as of yet. As of, as yet, of yet. It could still happen. But right and, now, yeah. And in Nashville? terms of that, Kirill Kaprasov would be a legend in uh, Russia. And I don't think why what you said or anything is that unreasonable. Yeah. <laughs> I think people are – what I'm gathering from the comments is basically they think I was saying the hockey fans – in minnesota do not know who he is which is not most people aren't hockey fans most people in your fucking state are not hockey fans i'm sorry like it's called the hockey state now minnesota is but even even still like only one percent of your population plays hockey which is not like that that is the highest of any state which is quite impressive um Mm -hmm. but that's not a huge amount so like people it's like if in toronto if you ask them who nylander is you know, yeah. all of us hockey fans and maybe even casual fans will know. One out of three people or half, know. no, way more than that. Yeah. This is probably 60, 70% of the population has no idea who those guys are, right? Mm-hmm. Like, and it's okay because they're not hockey fans. They don't watch closely, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera, right? Yeah, so, exactly. Like, I, don't, I don't get why, what the So they're just is. not understanding percentages, basically. Yeah. Is what I've I boiled this down to. People it's never okay, understand everybody. Every You're consistent okay. post I have, it like there's always people that just don't understand statistics. Yes, and therefore <laughs> will get mad at you for it. And it's just yeah. Okay, so moving on. What's the next team? Uh, sorry, that was uh. It's Nashville. Uh, Nashville. Nashville's next. 
also gave them a D. Um, yeah, they're honestly, I'm I'm blanking. <laughs> oh yeah, uh, simply because Ryan Ellis. What the fuck yep. was that? Yeah, was the that was the that? one of the worst trades I've ever seen. I think. What was the trade again? Like they I... traded him to get Cody Glass. Well, it was a three-way trade. So yeah, it was Cody Glass. Basically, was traded for Nolan Patrick. Yeah. So and then, and then Ryan Philly Ellis. Got yeah. Ryan Ellis. Yeah. So that's it. Like trade. that's all that was I involved. <laughs> I'm pretty sure. Like read read out the trade. I don't think Nashville got anything trade, oh, more than Cody Glass. Philip Myers. Oh, Which and Philip Myers. And Philip Myers is a kind of irrelevant. Yeah. No offense yeah. to him, but he's he's not Ryan Ellis. He's barely even an NHL defenseman right now. Yep. Yeah. To be completely honest. Um and like how do you especially, how, especially considering yeah. the next trade that happened was the fucking uh the, <laughs> the Buffalo next move. trade. Yeah. What's his face? Ristolainen? Ristolainen. Like what? Yeah. Like Ristolainen <laughs> got so much more than Ryan Ellis did. But I think and that Ryan also Ellis shows is, you just yeah. like how much more value he has in the league for Ristolainen yeah. just because you know he's what? Big. He's big. Ryan Ellis is a small guy. Ryan yep. Ellis is like what five nine, five ten, five yes, yeah, something five. like that. I think I think he's optimistic when people are saying five ten. Like <laughs> I look at him all the time, and I'm just like, this guy's not. <laughs> Ryan Ellis has been consistently like one of the most consistent defensemen, and he's <laughs> like been amazing beside Yozy. He's amazing if he runs his own pair. He's actually like it, the the best of Ryan Ellis was Nashville's Cup run. Like you watch Nashville's Cup run. That guy was arguably the best defenseman on the ice for them. Like everyone's going to talk Unreal. about Roman Yosi, but Ellis was the one every time I watched, and I was like, Jesus Christ, this guy! Like that was the first time I actually noticed him because before that, didn't really watch much Nashville. But ever since then, like every time you watch, you notice Ellis, right? You, Roman Yosi has the fancy puck carries and everything like that, so he's going to get a lot of talk. But man, Ellis does everything well. It's ridiculous that he got traded for that, and Nashville's trying to be competitive still. I'm really like, disappointed with uh, Poyle. Like he used to be one of my favorite GMs, and he's just gone, yeah, like so downhill. Like it's really yeah. bad. Um, yeah. No, it's, don't know what it's I I don't know what happened to him. Like, mm-hmm. but he just decided not to know hockey anymore, and it's bad. It's bad. Yeah, it's and remember because you remember in twenty like fifteen, twenty sixteen, twenty seventeen, everyone was like. David Poole, one of the best GMs in the league, yep. makes all these risky moves. And he did, right? He traded Ryan Johansson for Seth Jones. He made he like, these Phillip big splashes. Forsberg, didn't he do that? Yeah, he uh, yeah, he did that for them. Like he's made some big moves. Respect to him and all, the but Subban like I think trade. times passed him by the Subban trade. Like he had some balls, but it, which I but he was making he was making advanced times trades back in the day, and now it's like he's gone backwards in thinking. It's like yeah. that didn't completely work because we didn't win a cup, and so I need to go backwards. And it's like, yeah, uh, I agree. Bro, like he was, he was, he had the balls the to do. You were exactly, yeah. and I think also he got too hung up on like hanging on to these like lower tier guys for like two, three million dollar contracts and locking them in for like six to eight years. Like you, if you're on their cap friendly right now, right? There's a couple mm-hmm. guys in there who have like six year deals, and they're like the fourth line guys. You know what, what I mean? What, like, yeah. What you give them? Uh, an F. 
honestly you can't i i think honestly now that i'm thinking about it more and more like because i did all these grades the grandland deal is really bad yeah i don't like the grandland deal either so you know what i'm actually i'm gonna change this grade to an f you're right martin um man that 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 obviously like that uh, i just think about it more and more i'm like what what were they doing here it doesn't make any sense they're trying they signed grandland to be competitive but they lost their best defenseman in the pro like our second best and the grandland deals like a pretty big overpayment for a long time yeah like grandland's not a five million dollar player now yeah and he didn't fit in he was real if he was still producing like he did in minnesota give him five million bucks but the guy did not fit in in Nashville at all, so it makes no sense. And also, read out who's on their defense now. Read out the six guys they have on defense. It's embarrassing. After Yozi and Ekholm. Yozi, Ekholm, Myers, Fabro, Borowicki, Benny. Borowiecki. Borowiecki, Big Ben Harper. And Big Ben. (laughs) That's their defense right now. Yeah. Okay, so besides Yozi and Ekholm, they have trash, trash, trash. (laughs) I like Borowicki, Borowitzki, whatever. I like him, but he's. But he a didn't sixth even play very much last year, and he probably <laughs> and didn't even play. Sixth, but like it, that is an, that they turned one of the best defensive units in the NHL into one of the you know not the worst, <laughs> but one of the worst, bottom ten. So it's just yeah. ridiculous. Like all, it's only not the worst because they have fucking Yozy and Ekholm who are completely saving them. Yeah, exactly. Awful. And and Yozy's 30, what, 31 now? 30? Ekholm and Yozy are both 31. And Ekholm's yeah, so, contract's expiring this year. There you go. So they're gonna, so soon, and I don't think they're going to be able to re-sign him, or they should, you know, it's probably almost arguable that they shouldn't because they're going to have to massively overpay him. So it's going to be Yozy and then a bunch of scrubs instead. And fa- And to be, like, everyone keeps talking about Fabro, 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 Fabro. What has Fabro done in the NHL yet? Like he's done nothing. Like he he doesn't put up points. He's doesn't really have much of an impact defensively at all. Like he doesn't do anything. Like you watch him out there, he's just a guy. Like I think and people need to accept that now because he had a lot of potential back in the day cuz it was a combination of you know, actually good potential and Nashville's great at developing defensemen, right? Weber, uh, Yosi, Ekholm, Ellis, like all these guys that kept succeeding. So everyone thought, okay, Fabro's going to be this next guy, but he's what, 23 now? Like 24? Like you got, we got to move past, past yeah. the point where he's going to have some what type of impact. He is what he is yeah. now. So, yeah. yeah, so that's Nashville. St. Uh, Louis. I changed them to an F. And, and um, they're losing yeah. Philip Forsberg probably next year unless they improve massively. Yeah. Or that massively. Too. And they're still locked into Ellis Duchenne at $8 million each, too, for like six more years. Sorry, did I say Ellis? I meant Johansson and Duchenne. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so St. Louis, I gave them an A-. I liked the Bushnevich deal. I I thought they had an okay draft. They didn't have many picks or anything like that. They had an okay draft. Um, And Bushnevich was an awesome deal for a second in Sammy Blay, who's like a third or fourth line guy at best. Like, Nothing to complain yeah. about what they did this offseason, right? Like they, they didn't have a lot of cap maneuverability because of previous off seasons with Falk and everything like that, and Tory Krug, and, and again they got like very bad grades last offseason. But this offseason, did they do anything else that I'm missing that they talked? The did the that Cairo contract is that this offseason oh. or when they signed that? Yeah, they yeah, did. yeah, they signed it this offseason, so that was a good contract too. I think, uh, good bet on 
he bet on himself. It's probably a better contract for him than it is for St. Louis because if he breaks out, but whatever. It's, it's a good contract. They did what they needed to do. They're still going to be relatively competitive. Yeah. Next team. And Winnipeg. Winnipeg. Uh, I gave him a C. I think they did fine. Right? Like they got Brendan Dillon and Nate Schmidt, which, you know, improved their team short term, not good long term, but also. Uh, they didn't sign Tucker Pullman to that stupid deal that <laughs> Vancouver did, so they mm-hmm. screwed one of their Canadian rivals, I guess. Um, yeah, I think C is fair. I don't know what what do you, am I missing any moves or what do you guys think? No, I think that's fair. I think that um, they've improved their D, which is really what they needed. They need a better year from Pierre Luc Dubois. They need to get Pionk signed. I don't know what they're doing on that one. Yeah, that's true too. Um, arbitration i think isn't it yeah i think it is um they have a good piece to trade in sammy nicu i think they could sammy nicu is not that good no but i think other teams might value him with some sort of value uh, i think i think, I think so. he probably has a bit of value in the league i think i think some gms just going to look at that like okay there's some potential here but yeah other than they that like a, they need a backup they, goalie winnipeg needed to improve their defense and they did like that's at the end of the day, like they needed to do something there, and they oh, replaced guys like Tucker Pullman with Brendan Dillon and Nate Schmidt. So that's an immediate. They'll, they'll probably fix. run Eric Comrie as their backup goalie. Actually, no, I think about that. I don't think that's awful because Halibut's a workhorse no, and he Hallibuck, doesn't get injured either. Yeah, Halibut's so good. Like you can run yeah. a guy like Eric Comrie back there. Yeah. Okay. I think uh, Winnipeg so, makes the playoffs. Yeah. yeah. We are at yes. one hour in. I was wondering if you wanted to. Yeah, should we split it up between? Split it uh, up, yeah. Save do you guys want to record the that episode, like right now, or we can do because, it tomorrow? I don't know. No, so what you. I so what I'm thinking is, uh, we'll stop the recording because I will say say goodbye. Say yeah, yeah. This is okay. An episode. So okay, the, so we, we said we we're gonna the do Western the full conference. one. Yeah, we just did the Western Conference for this episode because. We get talking a lot, and we don't want to yeah. <laughs> keep you here for two hours. So I think we're we split should... this up in two. So. <clears throat> no. That's your Western yeah. Conference grades. Thank, thank you for guys for listening. If you have any debates, you can put them in the comments for this post. I'll post it on the same day the podcast is released. You can check that out, all the grades there. And uh, we'll have the Eastern Conference breakdown. Actually, what I'll tell Luke is to have it like within a couple of days, and then we'll do a new Yeah, I think we should record anyways. it right now. Right yeah, I agree. So okay. you'll have your Eastern Conference listening. shortly. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for listening. Thanks. Bye. Thank you everyone so much for tuning into this week's episode of Talking Hockey. You can follow us and stream us on Spotify and Apple and anywhere else that podcasts are available. Please leave a rating and review on Apple as it does a lot for the podcast and share our podcast with your friends. You can follow us on Instagram at Talking Hockey and you can also find us on Twitter, which will be linked in the description below. Thank you everyone for tuning in and I look forward to uh, next week's episode. Thank you.